0: We have a stack of about 60 emails from listeners in Scotland and the United States and India who all want to know about yoga. Is yoga a mere physical exercise or is it unavoidably a participation in Eastern spirituality? One of our listeners named Todd writes in to ask this, Pastor John, as a healthcare professional, I am interested in the benefits of Eastern practices like yoga and Tai Chi for the documented health benefits they offer. Can a Christian practice such things with roots in mysticism in good conscience? What would you say, Pastor John?
1: One of the first things I would say is that there are two kinds of approaches to questionable practices in life. One I would call a minimalist approach to holiness and godliness, and the other, maximalist. In other words, in the first case, you're... Your typical question is, Well, what's wrong with it? You know, and it would apply to movies and and music and kids often ask their parents well, what's wrong with it and and the other approach is not to ask what's wrong with it mainly, but will it make me more christ like will Will it make me more devoted to Jesus? Will I be more powerful and full of the Holy Spirit? Will I be more effective in prayer because of it? Will it make me more bold in witness or weaken me? Will it help me be spiritually discerning of the ways of Satan in the world? And Will it help me lay up treasures in heaven? Will it help me find joy in God and all that he is for me in Jesus? You can see that there's these two kinds of approaches to life. I want to maximize my Uh, godliness and my holiness by drawing nearer and nearer to God, and and the other one is just trying to do as many things as you can do without being tripped up um, explicitly by sin. So I I don't mean to suggest by that that every time you face a questionable activity, you will opt for renunciation uh, because you have weighed things that way. I just want people to approach questions with the greatest passions for godliness, the greatest passions, and not think minimalistically. That's the first thing I'd want to say. Secondly, um, I would want to say that yoga and tai chi, the little I know and the little research I've done, uh, both have their roots in Eastern worldviews and are profoundly in those roots antithetical to Christian understanding of God and the way he works in the world. So yoga is um, to the body, I'd put it anyway, what mantra is to the mouth. Um, one explanation says that that the mantra, uh, quote, one has to chant a word or a phrase until he or she transcends mind and emotions, and in the process, the superconscious is discovered and achieved, close quote. So the use of word in that mantra-like way in order to move into the superconsciousness. In other words, yoga exercises are spillover from that kind of uh, verbal repetition and philosophy of how one moves Physically and emotionally, intellectually, to this super consciousness. So, so yoga focuses on harmony between mind and body. Yoga derives its philosophy from an Indian metaphysical belief and the word yoga comes from the sanskrit language and means merger or union and the ultimate aim of that philosophy then is is to strike a balance between mind and body and attain a kind of self enlightenment through the through the use of mantra and through the use of certain kinds of physical exercises or meditative stances to achieve this yoga uses breath posture relaxation meditation uh, in order to bring about healthy, lively, balanced approach to life, that'd be more or less the way they'd say it on a lot of a lot of places on the on the web. So if you go to the minneapolis y w c a website and click on fitness classes, you get twenty two references to yoga, including beginning yoga um m s yoga, youngster yoga, youth dance and yoga, yoga for everybody. And it's the same. It's the same thing with Tai Chi. A little less so. Tai, tai Chi has Chinese religious or metaphysical roots, and one definition says that Tai Chi is understood to be the highest conceivable principle from which existence flows. The supreme ultimate, is, is that's the, what the word tai chi means, the, ult, the the supreme ultimate creates yang and yin, movement uh, generates yang, and when, when its activity reaches its limit, it becomes tranquil, and through tranquility, the supreme ultimate generates yin, and when the tranquility has reached its limit, there is a return to movement, and movement and tranquility and alteration become uh, each the source of the other, and the transformation of the yang and the union of the yin produce everything, and these in turn produce and reproduce, and that makes the process never ending. That's more or less what I've learned in my little bit of, of research. And Christians um, have a radically different worldview than either of these, uh, or the the view shaped by yoga, the view, the view shaped by tai chi. Our approach towards history and towards God and towards well-being is radically different. In, In Christianity, progress toward wholeness moves from a God who communicates intelligibly through language to be understood, through a person, Jesus Christ, who becomes fully human and speaks to be understood by the mind, not the canceling of the mind, Through his death and resurrection, objectively overcoming a real Satan and real guilt before God, through a, a real gospel message for us once for all in history with historical events behind it, through an understanding of that message in our minds consciously, through faith in Christ, through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, through the promises understood and believed, through joyful meditation on those objective promises, through the transformation of the Holy Spirit, through objective word understood as we meditate in progressive likeness to Christ as we see his glory in the word and in the gospel, through practical deeds that lead to help other people, and through a life of transformed godliness into eternal life where God is our joy forever. That, that's Christianity and it's totally different than the kind of worldview that lies behind the meditative, physical and emotional and intellectual practices that flow out of out of yoga and and Tai Chi. For Christians wholeness of the health and the body, Uh, If you ask, okay, how does that relate to the body? How does that relate to exercise and stuff you do with your body? I would say um, Christian wholeness of of the health of the body uh, is um, a chastened and realistic uh, view marked by these facts. Number one, we are fallen and physically under a curse, and emotionally and intellectually under a curse on the whole creation, and therefore we will all die. Second, we will be raised from the dead if we have faith in Jesus, and this is the health we are ultimately aiming at. Mainly, we would be perfectly healthy body, soul, and mind in the new heavens and the new earth after the resurrection, and that is our glory, that is our, our hope. And third, in the meantime, our outer nature is wasting away, but our inner nature is being renewed day by day. And fourth, so bodily exercise is of a little value, as Paul says, but spiritual exercise is of value in every way in the way I described it a minute ago. And, and fifth, we should not necessarily, unnecessarily, damage our bodies, which are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and we should seek their maximal usefulness in the goals that God has given us. So physical health is Wonderful, but it's not the goal. It is a means to much greater goals, and a qualified means at that, because they're more important means than having a body that is super fit. We 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 may this will be number six. We may accomplish our greatest goals by dying, by risking our lives in getting Ebola or malaria or river blindness in some missionary activity. We don't we don't strive for maximal physical well-being. That is a subordinate useful goal as a means to something greater, and it may be compromised intentionally by risking our lives for the sake of somebody else. And and the last thing would be, uh, so any physical regimen that begins to take the place of the pursuit of holiness and sacrificial service by which we may lay down our lives Um, is starting probably to become a religion for us. And it seems to me that yoga and tai chi have already declared themselves by their very names on that score. They have run up the flag. They've run up the flag of the Eastern worldview by the very name yoga and tai chi. So for for my money at this point, as I assess maximizing rather than minimizing my pursuit of God's goals, Uh, and the flourishing of my own soul, I'd go another way and find another kind of exercise.
0: Well, there you have it. John Piper on yoga and Tai Chi. Thank you, Pastor John. Uh, No doubt there's going to be follow-up questions on this one. You can send your follow-up questions to us on this episode or any episode. Send us an email at askpastorjohn at desiringgod.org. And we now get about 1,500 emails a month, so we cannot respond individually, uh, but we do get them. Good questions that are specific and concise are essential to this podcast, and we are grateful for those of you who send them in to us. And we have a question coming in from Ireland on the table tomorrow. What is love? In fact, it's the most often asked question at Google. That's tomorrow on the Ask Pastor John podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. We'll see you then.